let's get into some uh, more reviews of the Wackass Call Center uh, <laughs> Elemental Data Collection. This is this is just like I I'm, one day I sat here and read all these, and this is just too fucking funny. Here's one right here. RayMyEmployer.ca. I have been in small to large call centers from organized to not so much. An elemental DCI is a joke. You can be fired on your first shift without training simply for not com completing enough surveys. Yet, you will be told that you will be receiving coaching help tips. Lies, if you don't complete the number of surveys required on your first shift, you'll be out of a job the next day. Not after a week, after one shift. No training, no help whatsoever. The job is easy, but you don't get negotiation skills, negotiation skills within three hours of orientation. It's one thing to tell people to pay their bills, but to ask someone to do a survey needs a lot more skills. Be ready and fight hard, or you will be fired. Here's another one. We won't be coming back in 2015. I worked here for one semester, and I'm going to look for something else now. It's a way too high stress, high anxiety job for $11 an hour. <laughs> this one's good. Elemental is a dead end call center job, period. If you want to pay off a few bills or something, fine. But any more than a few months here, you're crazy. This is the most boring capitals job I've ever had in my life. The supervisor stress you out. And for minimum wage, please. It's true, right? Like, <laughs> you know, some people might try and write this off as first world problems, but if hundreds of people are leaving constantly, you gotta at some point forget about the first world problems or not. It's, you know, I've already detailed what was going on in that place, so I'm not gonna reiter reiterate myself too much. <laughs> this one's good. <laughs> Elemental data is a long one too. Elemental data is definitely looked back on by myself as the low point of my employment. Beating out even working behind a deli counter at a grocery store. Okay, so I identify with that. I, I've, been a, I've been a cashier at Shop Shrug Mart. I've been a um, dishwasher. I've been a clerk at a convenience store. Like, yeah, the call center was bullshit. Continuing on. My advice for everyone working here is keep your head down, learn fast, and grow a thick skin. You're going to be verb verbally abused on the phone, and it'll be your job to gather data from people that can range from totally sweet and cooperative to people who are threatening to call the police on you. Mercifully, most people will simply hang up on you without saying anything. I consider those the best calls. It's true. Those are the best. Get, get, get hung up on, keep moving. Management at Elemental wears on you after a while. They listen into your calls and assess you basically from day one. Poor assessments result in multiple meetings with human resources, and the threat of having your job terminated looms over the heads of all but the best employees. And there were many of those best employees, to be honest. 
there's even one person in your group getting completed surveys while everyone else is struggling for whatever reason, that person with the surveys is going to be held as irrefutable proof that everyone else is simply a slacker. Yeah, it's, it's a joke. You receive confusing mixed signals from your employers. If you're having trouble getting complete surveys, they can send you home for lack of productivity. The next day, they'll ask you to come in to work an extra shift because you're one of the best and cost consistently getting surveys. They'll call you to work later that they'll call you to work later that week, and then call again to cancel your shift at the last minute despite being strapped for workers before. Although you think you have some agency over scheduling, it's honestly an illusion. Your shifts can be canceled at a moment's notice. Hope you didn't need that extra income. But just as annoying is how, without fail, on every shift you'll be asked to stay later. Management will try and squeeze as many extra hours as they can out of you and they'll approach you multiple times about it on a shift, regardless of what you've said before. There are many times when I stayed as late as midnight. These people are used to using any tricks they can to get people to stay on the phone with them. They employ the same tricks on you to get you to work. There isn't a ton of opportunity to get to know your coworkers. Every day you're assigned a different desk sized cubicle to work in, surrounded by different people. Some people chat between calls since it can take time for the phones to connect. But that's frowned upon and you'll quickly realize that when a manager bears down on you and reminds you to get to work. Breaks are set up on a sign-in sheet and it's basically a first come first serve basis. If you happen to be sitting at the back of the office, you're not going to make it in time to sign up for a break. 30-minute lunch breaks are begrudgingly allowed, but 15-minute breaks can and will be held hostage if surveys aren't being completed. As you can probably guess, morale is low. Are there any benefits to working here? Not really. Nothing more than you can find at any other minimum wage job slinging burgers, pouring coffee, or folding shirts. What most people take the job on for is flexible scheduling as an extra source of income on top of the regular job. At the end of the day though, it might not be worth the tool it takes on your soul. Avoid elemental data collection. That's fucking hilarious. Let's see. Oh, here's a good one. 24 thumbs up, 4 plus down. Or sorry, 4 thumbs down. I hate, hate, hate elemental. I wish this wasn't my first real job. They lost my pay stub, didn't get a shit for a really long time, calming, claiming it was because of my last shift performance, in brackets, lies. I haven't gotten a shift for weeks, but they still put that as an excuse. And what I hated the most was going in every week to give my work schedule when I know they won't give me any shifts. It was so bad I hated going to work. I would be so depressed on my way to work. It's just going to work where people hang up on you and make you feel like shit. It's just dot dot dot. And the supervisors, they have such unrealistic expectations. They make it sound so easy. It is not. No one wants to take long ass surveys. We have to beg and harass the people. And they make it sound like the problems from the employees. It's not. I know and they know too, they wouldn't do a survey if they were called at their home. So why they assume strangers would easily agree to do so? And if they don't, it's automatically our fault. Oh my God, the breaks. They don't tell exactly when your break is. I just assume sometimes and went out. 
But my first week, I worked for six hours, no break. I asked the supervisor, she said, soon. And then I asked another one again, and they said there were no more breaks, they were finished. But they kept saying, oh, you will go next. They don't res- <laughs> And then there's someone in here defending them. And I'll be honest, this, this comment particularly wasn't exactly like, that almost came off as kind of like, um, what would one would call a special snowflake kind of flake kind of scenario. Let's see another one here. Yeah, this kind of reflects it more. Here's a comment, this, this long one too. It is a horrible sweatshop in downtown of Ottawa, Ontario. <laughs> they make good money for market research, demanding unrealistic results, hiring students mostly, with pretty much excellent research and communication skills, and treating them as garbage. Kitchen was really disgusting. I worked there in 2012. They did not have a space for breaks for so, for so many people. They did not allow them to go to the washroom when needed. I had to use my 15 minute break to go to the washroom. When they allow break, you're on the phone for 45 minute surveys and you cannot go. When you have finished on the phone, they do not allow you to have a break because they can fit only five people in that dirty kitchen. For the same job in horrible conditions, they provide for 10 point, <laughs> this is minimum wage, 10.25 an hour. Another company next door paid me $12 an hour and the office was clean and there were four times fewer interviewers. I worked in elemental data collection for a month and quit. Moreover, I have a degree in market research. They criticized me and deducted points at a few times for reasons I do not agree. They pay too many people who do quality control and chase interviewers as dog chases animals for every word. Maybe it makes sense to pay for cleaning that kitchen and add an additional dollar to the interviewers. <laughs> I did not have enough EI insured hours for a few months. I was out of work. That is why I decided to try this, but it was horrible. And when I moved to another company, they paid me $12 an hour. I could use my brakes anytime and go to the washroom when needed, and nobody treated me as if I were an animal. I like that company I moved to. So the problem is not that it is a call center. They just treat people as if they were animals. I don't understand why 100 plus people are prohibited to have a break when they need it. When they have an office that only accommodates five people during their break simultaneously. When they make so much money in market research. So on and so forth. Yeah, it comes down to, in times of, well, at least when I was there, like times when employment is sort of, let's say people are looking for more employment, these sorts of environments in which you can kind of like get away with abusing like labor laws or neglecting the labor laws and so on and so forth. And treat people like shit. Especially if it's a revolving door. Like nobody's gonna people will take to rate my employer. Nobody's really gonna imp- report any of those kind of like lack of break um, scenarios. But yeah, those are just I was gonna read a bunch more, but uh maybe another time. <laughs> those those were kind of an accurate reflection of what was going on there at that call center. Now you gotta do what you gotta do. If you're broke, take it up. And um, there's, but there's other call centers like Ecos Research, you know. Uh, 
who's uh, that's just, that's just one. Um, and I think that oh, there's like opinion survey or whatever, which you can do from home. If you can do it from home, do it. In fact, maybe that's another side hustle. Actually, no, it's not because they have specific computers that you have to use. You have to use like a certain PC computer or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, those are just my thoughts. Well, those are thoughts. Those are opinions that um, kind of reflect how I felt about that place anyway. Peace. So now in light of that last kind of like just reading a couple reviews there, I mentioned something that I was just re-listening to it. I mentioned something there about um, first world problems and all that. First of all, unlike how, you know, some of these reviews might come off as first world problems. Yeah, there's people out there in the world who need employment and therefore the complaining being exhibited here in some of these reviews. You know, it's a, it's a, for me, I can see both ways. Yeah, it's a shit job. And yes, people gotta do what they gotta do to survive. Yes, there's people out there with um, worse circumstances who would die for that job, right? But um, I think you have to be mindful of, of both. So like I said, you gotta be mindful of both sides of the argument. To me, All right, so let's rewind. People are looking to come here for to um, to a land of opportunity and are willing to take whatever job that there is. That's on one level. My line of thinking is that because we're in a land of opportunity, because we are blessed with you know being in a, in a, in a position of even having quote unquote first world problems. That means that in the same vein, there's always another opportunity, <laughs> meaning there will always be another job, a minimum wage job, that's probably not as whack as that one, right? I mean, you can, you can no matter how you cut it, you don't have to actually sit there and work there if you don't want to. There's another opportunity. And now with the internet, we even have a wider universe to explore, whether it's reselling things on different platforms, whether it's let go, which I let go is a new was a new discovery in the past month or two. Really glad I found that. Made a bit of money from that. Uh, Facebook Marketplace, eBay, Kijiji, the list goes on and on. Also, just using your skills, whatever skills you have. I have now been able to use my voice and audio for different projects to get paid. I think that's the thing too. When you have an actual skill, I think it's easier to sort of envision other opportunities. Like I've always been told that my voice is something that 
people want to hear. So whether it's radio or whether it's like this rant cast or whether it's the audio book, which is which I'm now <laughs> which I'm now hammering away at. There's things that can be done that aren't just limited to you know scrubbing a toilet or breaking rocks. This 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 is where having a skill or having a talent comes into play. And okay, not everybody has that. But it's something to work towards. Something that you should work towards. I should, again, who am I to say what people should or shouldn't do? But I think that the whole concept of all oh, you're complaining about first world problems, true, but also keep in mind that with a little bit of time, effort, and energy expended into actually uncovering one's abilities, one. Like, it was none for me to find another job and, and step away from that place. Maybe some people are trapped there. I don't know. But I found that while I like reading those reviews, I didn't really see the point of complaining <laughs> about how shitty that place was. Yes, the co-workers, we kind of sit there and we're like, ah, this place. But ultimately, I made a move. Like, it didn't take me, didn't take me long to kind of plot my next plan. And I think everybody should be always constantly... Again, I've said this before. This concept of you die working somewhere, if you like where you're working and you want to die working there, or maybe I shouldn't use that kind of terminology, but if it's somewhere you can envision yourself working for a while, go ahead, right? Like there's, there's sex workers who, would, who they love sex and they like getting paid at the end, right? And they'll do that forever, for as long as they can or until they get tired. But for some, you know, you gotta plot your next plan. You, could, you should always be plotting your next plan, you know? Like I was saying with Barnes and Noble's dude, like the guy got fired there. Well, Toys R Us, I just read a headline there, Toys R Us, 33,000 jobs lost. You know, are we coming, are we going back? I think, are we stepping back into the recession kind of a scenario? Well, sorry, we, the US, right? Canada, I guess, 33,000 jobs, that's a lot, right? What are those people? What, 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 how, how are those people prepared for that? Do they have talents, do they have skills, or are they just cashiers and merchandisers or whatever? Something to think about, right? Anyway. <laughs>